Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John from TheBusyMom.com. Welcome, you have found the Busy Mom Podcast. Doreen and I are here today, and yes, we're, we are. we're we you know we've been talking a lot about what's going on in the world around mm-hmm, us, and mm-hmm. um, not going to lie, it's Hot not topics. awesome. It's not awesome. <laughs> it's not awesome. Mm-mm. And I think particularly for women who are raising children, mm-hmm. um, it can be kind of terrifying oh, yeah. what's happening around us. I agree. Uh, we've been talking about we've talked about fear on this mm-hmm. podcast a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've written about it extensively over at the Busy Mom, right. and we will link back to those podcasts mm-hmm. uh, talking about fear. We're not really going to address fear today so much as we are going to address its cousin, right? Worry. <laughs> We were going to call this um, for the mom who worries, and then we realized, well, that's pretty much every mom. <laughs> yeah. So then, we go, we, we, then we thought, well, we'll just call it one for every mom. But then that's you wouldn't right. know what we were going to talk about. So right. then we're back to for the mom who worries. But we realized <laughs> that's pretty much every mom. It is. It's pretty much every mom. And I think it's been this way since the dawn of time. Of course. Because as soon as you find out that you're pregnant, mm-hmm. you start to worry. Right. Right. What if you have a miscarriage? What mm-hmm. if something's wrong with mm-hmm. your baby? What if mm-hmm. this? What if that? And the what ifs in life uh, make us worry a lot. I think by nature, we're nurturers. We are. And I think that in itself lends itself to a lot of worry Absolutely. and being concerned about the people we love, our husbands, our, our children, but especially as moms, we mm-hmm. love our kids. They're, mm-hmm. part of, they're part of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so, of course, we're concerned for them yeah. and and their future. And I get concerned for that child who backtalks me. Mm-hmm. I worry for their safety. I worry for their life. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of reasons to worry. The Bible, they should be worried. We should be, right? <laughs> exactly. That's another podcast. Write that down. Right. Uh, the Bible has a lot to say about this issue, uh, particularly where um, Jesus talks a lot about uh, tomorrow and worrying about tomorrow. And I think mm-hmm. most of our worries come from things that we think might happen right tomorrow. Right. You know, we tend not to worry in the moment. We tend to worry about things that, that might be. That might be. Because mm-hmm. uh, once something's actually happening, it really goes back to fear. <laughs> then you're, and it's kind of <laughs> sort of this vicious cycle. But listen to what Jesus says in Matthew 6, 25. Therefore, I tell you, don't be anxious about your life and what you eat or what you will drink or about your body. What you will put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. He goes on in verse uh, 26 to 28, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they are? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? Hmm. And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Hmm. And what, uh, you know, I think my... um, the part of this verse that speaks to me the most is where he says, who of you by uh, being anxious can add a single hour right. to his lifespan? Right. You know, I, I talk to homeschool moms a lot and we talk about worry a lot because homeschool moms have a particular set of worries that they is do. sort of unique to mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And I always tell them, you know, who of you by worrying is going to add a single point to your child's SAT score, <laughs> right? I mean, you can sit here and freak out all you want to. Nice translation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> Um, but that, but it's true. But it's true, mm-hmm. and I think that we we worry about things that are out of our control. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is saying, it's out of your control, right? And don't Across worry. Across the board, no matter what it is, yeah. You, know, you could apply that to so many areas. Absolutely, I I agree yeah. with I agree with your translation. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna paraphrase it just for you. Put that in the footnotes. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we need to be taking one day at a time. Matthew six thirty four. Therefore, don't be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow 
well, it has an anxiousness for itself. Mm-hmm. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Basically, he's saying today's got enough trouble of its own. Stop borrowing That's worry right. from tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's kind of a um, a tendency in of mothers uh, when we're not relying on the Lord mm-hmm. to be worried mm-hmm. because we're putting our trust in things that we can control. Right. Right. Is it, I saw a meme. I'm sure I, I don't know if you shared this first. I think you did, but it just said, you know, do you want to know if you're a control freak? Right. Just ask your kid to cook with you in the kitchen. That's right. Right. <laughs> Guilty. And, right. And then you're like, okay, I'm a control freak. But I really think a lot of moms uh, are control freaks. Mm-hmm. It seems to me that when we're thinking about the future of our kids, we sort of have this mistaken idea that we really have any control at all. <laughs> Over things that that are going to be outside of our control, mm-hmm. we really can't even control when our kids get sick. Right. What kind of illnesses mm-hmm. they're exposed to right. at the grocery store? Like, you know. Yeah, and I think at the root of all this is we care. Yeah, we care, and mm-hmm. and then the, but then there's that that part where we have to trust, and mm-hmm. so figuring out where that line is, I think, is 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 huge. You know, Philippians four eight talks about um, how we need to keep. Um, our minds on what's real and true. Because I think our minds get carried away with, uh, I think the, the the word calls it vain imaginations. <laughs> Isn't that the word for it? Yes. And I think, wow, that really describes a lot of my worries. Yep. Um, and, and it just basically encourages us in Philippians 4 um, that whatever is true and noble and right and pure and lovely and mm. admirable, if it's excellent or praiseworthy to think about such things. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's easy to think about the other things, right? It's the easy negative to, things. It's easy to the, think about the negative things. Mm-hmm. And I think we can, you know, kind of the culture mm-hmm. um, sort of spawns that. It does. And I think a lot of that is rooted in advertising mm. because they want you to to feel a need for something. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so we're sort of geared that direction for this, um, you know, drama and, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's based on advertising. But really, I think it kind of sometimes gets us on a roll of yeah. worrying that yep. we're not going to have what we need. Yep, yep. yep. And, well, that's why we hoard stuff. <laughs> you know, I mean, it is. It is. Right? It's true. When we talk about, uh, you know, um, you know, clearing the clutter and mm-hmm. all those kinds of things, the reason we hang on to stuff like that is because we're just so worried well, yeah. what I, you know, maybe I do need 65 serving <laughs> bowls because you never know. I could, I could break there could be an earthquake. Right. And, and then my serving <laughs> bowls will break. And then what will I do? What if, what if, what if? What if, what if, what if? Well, and you know, we moved just a few months ago yeah. and literally cut our worldly possessions in half, I believe. Uh-huh. And what I found was there were a lot of things in my cupboard that I never touched for the five or six years we were living mm-hmm. there. And, and they're, really, they're pushed to the very back of the exactly. cupboard. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And all I did was just constantly organize them. Yep. You know, so there was this maintenance going on. So anyway, yep. basically what I learned was I didn't need all that stuff. Yep. And and it felt so good to purge. And, you know, oh, this man. time of year, we talked about this in one of the um, other podcasts, uh, like the January time when we kind of mm-hmm. just start purging and getting rid of things and not mm-hmm. hoarding and yep. um, just... Yep. Clean things out. Well, some of that is a res- it's a response to mm-hmm. fear. It is. You know, we hang it on is. to things and we're trying to respond to fear. But really, when we are living in a in a state of worry, it is not mm-hmm. pleasing to the Lord. Yeah. And women, you know, Christian moms, we don't like to hear that, right? Nobody likes to hear that that what they're doing really isn't honoring the Lord, right? But I think it's important for us to know it is kind of a barometer mm-hmm. of our trust factor mm-hmm. in God. I was just going to say that, that what would be the opposite of worry? Yes, it would be trust. Yes, that's right. And and the Bible says that we're supposed to cast our anxiety on on him. Now, I I feel like it's important, you know, to say, 
that I understand that there's clinical anxiety, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. I've, oh, yeah. I have suffered with anxiety my entire life, mm-hmm. and I understand what that feels like. I think there's a difference between a panic sort of anxiety right. and someone who chronically worries, right? Especially when you know the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many, so many opportunities uh, for us to worry about our kids. But I think one of the things that has helped me over the years is to remember when, especially when I'm thinking about my kids. Um, I think one of the biggest things I worried about uh, was over my daughter when she got married mm. because I just was thinking, oh my goodness, she's now she's out of my completely out from under our control. Right. We have no, what if this guy turns out to be a jerk? You know, right. what if, what if, what if? And I had to really step back and be, and remember that she belongs to him first, mm-hmm. that she's his child first and that he loves her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Psalm 139 talks about how he formed her inward being. He knew about her mm-hmm. when she's being formed in a secret place. He's not unaware of the things she's going to face in this world. And right. it was a really good reminder for me to continue to train up my other kids. Mm-hmm. And right? he, he knew her days before any of them came into being. Yes. And oh, just, yeah. I, I love that idea of um, because really it comes down to, do we believe that God is sufficient, mm-hmm. sufficient enough to meet our needs and um, and our children's mm-hmm. needs? And yeah. he is. That's, that's the bottom line. Yep. That's absolutely right. I read a quote uh, not too long ago. It said, uh, your ability to ruin your child is not nearly as great as God's power to redeem him. <laughs> I was like, well, that's a relief. I need that on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. Uh, mm-hmm. Luke one thirty seven says nothing is impossible mm-hmm. for God, mm-hmm. and I think in this day and age when we're surrounded by so many, uh, the, I mean, the headlines are devastating. Uh, you know, uh, since um, we've seen an incredible rise in terrorism in recent days, and mm-hmm. I think uh, moms are afraid for their mm-hmm. for their kids. Mm-hmm. We're afraid for our grandchildren. Mm-hmm. We're afraid for our futures. And God is saying, "Stop it." That's right. He's saying. But keep your eyes on me and keep your eyes on him for your children. Your children need to see that you trust the Lord. That's right. Isaiah uh, 26, 3 and 4 says, You will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in you. Mm. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord. The Lord is the rock eternal. Oh, I love that. I love it. And he's talking about um, the fact that God cares for us in 1 Peter 5, 6. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him. Why? Because he cares for mm-hmm. you. We have a God who is intimately familiar with the sufferings that we are experiencing. He knows the fears that we're facing, and he is saying, trust me, mm-hmm. I'm trustworthy. Mm-hmm. He cares, and he's powerful. Mm-hmm. He is. So moms, as you're thinking about uh, going about your day and and uh, uh, thinking about different things that are worrying you, we want to just challenge you. Go before the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, cast your Do exactly what he said. Cast your cares on him mm-hmm. and then leave them there and That's trust right. that he is going to answer your prayers. He's got you in the palm of, of his hand. He's got your children mm-hmm. and he's got your future. That right. is the God you serve. We'll see you back here next time. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.